as God intended. Let's go. Welcome to Looking for Healing Talk Radio, where naturals are the healing modalities of choice. With a 24-7, 365 talk radio signal heard worldwide, America Out Loud Talk Radio is now heard in your car, home or office, on your smartphones, tablets, any device. The entire platform has been built from the ground up with great thought and enthusiasm and a vision that stretches far into the future. I am so grateful to everyone at America Out Loud. Welcome everyone. I'm your host, Dr. Jana Schmidt, naturopath and herbalist. I have a great show for you today. You just have me today. One of our mama bears in the mama bear series actually had a mama bear. um, I wouldn't call it necessarily an emergency, but something to tend to and I totally respect that so next week we'll come back with one of the mama bears but we are going to talk about different things pertaining to our children and building them up but first I want to encourage you no matter what your situation a strong mind and body are incredibly powerful resources I want to help equip and encourage you with the tools that do create and maintain the strong minds and strong bodies. This will help keep you grounded and flourishing in this hectic, crazy world. So I am going to start off like I did months ago with a health tip before we get into the body of the the show. And the health tip will be practical and things you can utilize for strong lifestyle and things that are easy to implement. So let's get right to it. It's time to empower you with today's health tip, because after all, knowledge is power. So today, I suppose it is like continuing the Mama Bear series. We're going to talk about foods to boost your children's brain power and yours as well. So then it'll be followed by some practical tips on fostering self-reliance and confidence in our children. It really goes hand in hand. So I'm going to start with foods that help build brain power, brain function, memory, cognitive, etc. Now, years ago, when our oldest was in college, uh, I would actually go to this college uh, several times a year and lecture. And the most popular lecture that I gave was called Nutrition for Academic Success. I actually did this several times a year. I did lots of other lectures, but this one was definitely the most popular. And I gave tips on things to eat to help increase your academic success. And then tips of things you should not eat, things that would harm academic success and like what not to eat before test and things like that. So it was wonderful to do this. It was wonderful to see how invested the students were in this. And it was funny, I felt like my my children could have given this lecture and probably can today. They listened to it so many times. And we also lived it. Uh, when we homeschooled them, we lived these tips and it really, it really paid off. I, I have to say on the other side of it, it's incredible to see how it pays off. So I'm going to start with one of the most obvious foods. If you just look at it, it actually looks like a brain. 
wonder if anybody knows what food I'm talking about. It's walnuts. They're ideal for counteracting harmful effects of stress on the body, but it's also really amazing as a supplementation to improve cognitive function and reduce the risk of uh, progression of cognitive impairment. They actually look like a brain. It's so amazing. God made it really, really obvious for us. You know, other nuts and seeds like Brazil nuts and pumpkin seeds, those are also included in help with cognitive function, but walnuts are at the top. Another food that is really great for brain function is fish. Now, fish is a very fat, especially fatty fish um, like um, salmon, mackerel, things like that. So about 60% of your brain is made of fat. And just over half of that fat is compromised of omega-3 fatty acids. Your brain uses omega-3s to build up brain and nerve cells. And these fats are essential for learning and memory. So fatty rich sources of fish are great for omega-3 fatty acids and building blocks for the brain. So the third one I want to talk about, and this has more than just brain power um, benefits, but I'm going to include it here. It's broccoli and even more so broccoli sprouts. You may have heard me speak of these broccoli sprouts before. They are incredible brain food. The sulforaphane in there is incredible for detoxing the body and detoxing the brain. There's other powerful compounds, antioxidant, anti-inflammatory effects, including vitamin K, and then that remarkable sulforaphane. I'm going to spell that for you. Look it up. It's really cool. S-U-L-F-O-R-A-P-H-A-N-E, sulforaphane. I've um, talked about it a lot in detoxing from harmful chemicals, but it's really great for the brain and protecting your cells. I guess I mentioned uh, pumpkin seeds before. I was going to, um, I've had them separately on my list, but uh, I will note that they have high minerals um, and like lots of micronutrients like copper and magnesium and zinc. So that helps brain power too. Uh, well, bee pollen, I cannot, I cannot get away with forgetting bee pollen. This is my favorite. Bee pollen is a great brain booster. It lifts brain fatigue, improves alertness, helps concentration levels, even in extended periods of time. And when studying is long, reading a big book or you really need to focus, it's rich in B vitamins, all the B vitamins in their natural habitat. These are essential for a healthy nervous system and powerful detoxifiers, especially for the brain. They're even referred to as anti-stress vitamins, the B vitamins. I'd put it another way, when there's a lot of stress in your life, no matter what kind of stress, it has a tendency to eat up the B vitamins in the body. Well, B pollen provides the full gamut of B vitamins and can help with that. And the stress can be greatly, greatly lessened. Furthermore, the adaptogenic properties of B pollen um, actually increases our physical strength, improves brain function, memory, learning, comprehending, thinking, ability to concentrate, increases the immune system, and strengthens it against infection. So <clears throat> that's just a little snippet about bee pollen. If you want to learn more about bee pollen, I have a great article on my website um, under the blog section, and the website is Jana's All Natural, J-A-N-A-S, 
allnatural.com. If you go to blog, you'll see it's probably one of the first ones. Um, lots of good information on bee pollen and not just for your brain, but for your whole body and for your whole family. Uh, and in relation to bee pollen, uh, I will mention propolis. Uh, I am writing an article right now on propolis and should be on the website soon. But just one note about it, it's just incredible for the whole body, healing, um, great prebiotic, but it really enhances the neurotransmission in the brain. I've been doing a lot of studying about the neurotransmission in the brain, and propolis is number one. Can you tell why these are my favorite? Definitely go to the blog and you can get more information. And if you're looking for organic bee pollen, you, I got you. Uh, our bees are cared well for and we have lots and lots of bee pollen we live where they have blossoms year round all right let's get to the next one green tea i think i talk a lot about green tea also the benefits are numerous when it comes to the brain green tea actually helps produce alpha waves in the brain this helps uh, make it calm it also protects the brain and promotes cognitive function and it tastes great um dark chocolate yep You heard me. You heard me correctly. Dark chocolate. This is good for your brain. (laughs) There's a a compound in cacao, which is what they use to make chocolate, higher in dark chocolate. Milk chocolate is not included in this whatsoever. I don't know of any benefit for milk chocolate. It's just a bunch of sugar. Um, But dark chocolate that has the cacao left in it is amazing. It, while it's, it's the compound within cacao is theobromine. You can also look that up. It's pretty amazing. Theobromine, while it's not as strong a stimulant in compared to caffeine, it does, it doesn't act on the central nervous system like a stimulant, like caffeine, but it does widen the blood vessels in the cardiovascular system including the brain and it makes everything more efficient thinking focus everything more efficient with it's called theobromine well i'm going i have some time before our break to get into some herbs i am an herb girl i love the herbs i love the plants and i'm going to share with you a few that are really wonderful for brain function for cognitive function you can utilize herbs in many ways the easiest is fresh if you grow it and you can just put it in fresh salad or sprinkle it over in a sandwich or soup or whatever your meal is but for some it's a little bit more difficult to find fresh but you can find them sometimes uh, dried or in tincture form if you're going to find a tincture for children I highly recommend glycerin based as opposed to alcohol based alcohol be much too hard on their livers so there are many great companies um, I'm I'm actually not sure if Herbs for Kids is still in business, but when my kiddos were little, they they were a, a go-to. Herbs for Kids had a, a really good reputation of providing quality, non-alcoholic um, tinctures. Another um, company is Herb Farm uh, with, I think it's, I think it's Farm with an F, but I'm not, I'm not positive, but Herb Farm has a lot of non-alcoholic uh tinctures as well and you can just put that in in a glass of water or in anything uh, and it's easy easier to um to control and these are all gentle i will say but definitely check with your trusted healthcare provider before you add anything um different that might have um a healing type of effect or um 
medicinal type of effect for your child. Uh, so astragalus root, that's my, that's, I'm going to put that one as number one. Astragalus root is a herb. It's commonly used in Chinese medicine. It has various health benefits. I use it often. It contains compounds like flavonoids, polysaccharides, and that supports the immune system. But when it comes to focus and productivity, oh my goodness, it's really wonderful. Astragalus root is really great in helping focus and productivity. Um, it can also uh, support just overall health and um, that can help a child, you know, stay well so they can focus on their schoolwork. Now, this is one you may not have heard of. It, it's not as uh, common, but it's called wood bentony, B-E-T-O-N-Y. It's a really pretty flowering plant, and it has a really long history in herbal medicine for cognitive properties. Very mild, relaxing effects, calmness, reduces tension. The, um, the wood bentony can provide more focused and relaxed state of mind. This is especially good for children who might be a little hyper and need to calm down um, and unwind a little bit. So those are two really good favorites. Um, another great one, let's see, another really good one would be rhodiola. Rhodiola is good for, for everyone. It's an adaptogenic herb as well that's been used um, for cognitive and stress-reducing benefits. Rhodiola helps the body adapt to stressors, which can lead to improved mental clarity and focus. It's positive effects on the neurotransmitters like has uh, positive effects on serotonin and dopamine, which can contribute to enhanced cognitive performance, enjoying your schoolwork, enjoying your studying, increased mental stamina, and reducing mental fatigue. Again, children with high energy levels, rhodiola root offers support for focus and productivity. One side note on rhodiola, as an adaptogenic herb, this is the, my go-to when I see that adrenals have been stressed. You can see this in your children. Teach them how to do this as well. You may or may not have heard um, a previous um, radio show where I talked about how you can test yourself to see if your adrenals are burnt out. So I'm going to give you a quick little how-to, and you can do this for your children. You can teach them to do it. You look in the mirror and usually a close-up mirror or you look in in your child's eye and you can you know, use a magnifying glass if you need to um, and look at the pupil the pupil should hold steady it shouldn't move if it is moving like trying to find its balance as it opens and closes trying to find the right amount of light to let in if it's pulsing i call it pulsing open close open close if it's doing that then the adrenals are struggling. So I want to encourage you that if that's the case, then these adaptogenic herbs, the bee pollen, the rhodiola, are going to be really helpful in nourishing the adrenals in order to get things back up and running. And you can see how it works too, because as these adaptogenic herbs are helping the body with the stress, the pupils will hold steady. It's a really cool little tip. We're going to go to our first break, but I do want to share that Looking for Healing Talk Radio is sponsored by Energetic Health Institute. It's an amazing school, everybody, for amazing students. And the best way to be free is to be healthy. That's one of their sayings. 
You can learn how at energetichealthinstitute.org. Holistic nutrition, fasting, detoxification, art of cellular healing, and so much more. You can join the EHI family and make tomorrow amazing energetichealthinstitute.org. And you can find out more about my show and all the other shows and podcasts if you go to the menu bar at americaoutloud.news. Check out our new website. It looks amazing. Go to our shows. You can find Looking for Healing and you can see our schedule. And all of those shows go uh, typically to podcast a day or two after the broadcast is heard on our talk radio platform. And you can hear them on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, many more. You can subscribe and rate the show. Stick with us. We'll be right back. The buildup of spike proteins is dangerous to your health. Global Healing's Foreign Protein Cleanse detoxes your body, removing the spike proteins, allowing your body to repair from within. Formulated by Dr. Edward Group and by Dr. Brian Artis, Foreign Protein Cleanse targets and detoxes spike proteins in the body. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced nutrition company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. Welcome back to Looking for Healing Talk Radio on America Out Loud. We play on the iHeartRadio network, and you can listen on your media player from any web browser anywhere in the world. We actually have the best in-class apps available on Apple, Android, and Alexa, where we stream 24-7. And now you can also hear them on podcasts of those same apps. The apps are free, and the mission is priceless. Hey, I wanted just to tell you guys that we have a really cool bookstore and I'm hoping my new book will be there soon sometime this year, but the bookstore on americaoutloud.news, uh, uh, you can check out our library of books. There are so many things for different subjects. Um, I was just browsing through them earlier today. One, um, one book's The Power of Prayer and Belief. I love that book. There are kids' books as well. Um, let's see, there's one called Lost in Transnation, A Child Psychiatrist Guide Out of the Madness. This is Miriam Grossman, MD. This is a great book too. I just wanted to mention that, um, there's a book by Kathy Barnett, Nothing to Lose, Everything to Gain. That's a great one. There's one called A Cop's Life, Sergeant Randy Sutton. Um, Dr. Henry Ely has, uh, Energetic Health Volume 1. These are just incredible books. Oh, 
amazing. I'm just looking at them as I'm as I'm talking to you, and um, the the list just goes on and on. And we also have some great prices on all these books. Check out all the wonderful authors. A lot of the authors um, are some people that have shows on America Out Loud Talk Radio. So that's pretty cool too. Well, let's get back to some of our list of things uh, that help the brain. And we're on herbs right now. And I'm going to talk about one in particular that I've been doing quite a bit of research on in another area. And I'm going to share that with you too. It's called uh, ginkgo, ginkgo biloba. And it is a beautiful tree. Um, The leaves turn this bright yellow color, really unusual looking leaves. If you have an opportunity, look at what a ginkgo biloba tree looks like. And if you can grow one where you are, oh, I highly recommend to do that. Um, It's um, ginkgo leaf is derived from ginkgo biloba tree, and it's been used for centuries in traditional medicine, particularly in Chinese and Korean practices. It's known for its potential to enhance circulation, particularly to the brain. That's why I'm including it here. Improved blood flow to the brain can support cognitive function, memory, focus. It also um, has antioxidant properties which protect the brain cells from oxidative damage, improving brain health. And as a result, ginkgo Uh, can offer benefits to our children's focus and productivity by enhancing that mental clarity, healthy brain function, cognitive performance. Now, what I've been studying with ginkgo is the neuroprotective quality of ginkgo against Wi-Fi radiation. I have found so many incredible studies, and now I'm getting ready to do my own research study to see for myself how this is, I mean, this has got to be good for everyone. Um, And I'm actually, through the research studies, I'm developing a combination with ginkgo biloba in it for the very purpose of protecting our internal bodies against Wi-Fi radiation. I mean, there's only so much we can do on the outside. Um, You know, we can block different things and Shunguide is one of my favorites for remediating uh, Wi-Fi radiation. But let's let's target, let's get it on the inside too. So I, I want to share with you a, a, an excerpt from a book. It's actually called Ginkgo, A Practical Guide. And it has a few studies. And this one is um, about strengthening, oh, this wasn't isn't a study, but it talks about strengthening brain cells. So it talks about ginkgo biloba protects the tissues of the brain from harm. And it prevents the breakdown of cells by strengthening their membranes and scavenging free radicals. Studies show that ginkgo biloba activates the enzyme that exchange salt for potassium in the red blood cells. This exchange improves the energy or electrical charge in the cell membrane, which is particularly important in nerve cells and the central nervous system. You guys, that's amazing. That's incredible to know that this this leaf has such power in our brains to help with function to that degree, that fine-tuned. Now, in the last 15 years, there's really been increasing research on the effect of ginkgo biloba and understanding its incredible abilities. And one uh, other way is to improve the blood supply, supply to the brain. And when the blood supply is increased, it's going to sharpen the mental function and protect the brain from deterioration. Uh, We do know that ginkgo biloba allows the tissues of the brain to get enough blood, oxygen, 
and energy. But I wanted to share in particular um, some studies that were done. Let's see if I can find them. Here we go. So uh, this is a German study, and it echoed um, a French study that had been done previously, and this is in short-term memory. So they did this in healthy women, early 20s, and they were given ginkgo biloba extract in doses of 120 milligrams, 240 milligrams, and 600 milligrams. These tests were so reliable and the results were so obvious in this small group that it makes a, a very significant study. They were given a battery of tests to measure their short-term memory and one hour after taking the extract, the short-term memory of those who took the 600 milligrams of ginkgo showed clearly significant improvement in their short-term memory than those that had the placebo. That's amazing. I'm going to digress. It's going to be great for children, but I'm going to digress and, and talk about older adults too with ginkgo because I just can't let it go. There's a, a really great study, and this was this was done in France. Um, and I'm looking for the year 2000. They studied men and women around the age of 70 who were experiencing slight difficulties with their memories. Now, in this study, the same group of subjects was tested several times with different doses of ginkgo biloba extract and also with a placebo. And they don't know what they're getting. So placebo means there's nothing. It's like water. Um, so when the subjects were given one hour after taking 300 or 600 milligram doses of ginkgo biloba, they were significantly more alert, quick-witted than when they had the placebo or nothing. Um, they were able to respond twice as quickly they did than they could without the ginkgo. They showed significant increase in the speed in which they processed information. Even at the age of 70, according to this report, which was published um, in something called Clinical Therapy, and I apologize, it's June 1993. The other um, German study was in 2000. So you can actually read the the results of this. So that that side note on ginkgo, like, and this is where my research is uh, leading me into more information about ginkgo biloba and the wonderful effects. I've actually even considered planting more ginkgo biloba trees near our bees because if it helps us, it's probably going to help them too. Uh, so back to herbs and brain power. Uh, the next one is uh, called Siberian ginseng. It has another name that goes by Eleuthero root, E-L-E-U-T-H-E-R-O. And this is also an adaptogenic herb, traditionally Chinese medicine to enhance our overall vitality and resilience to stress. As an adaptogenic herb, it can help the body cope with physical and mental stress, and it leads to improved energy levels and better focus. By supporting the body's stress response, the Eleuther root can uh, directly contribute to increased productivity and mental clarity, and this is why it's a great natural solution to uh, improve focus and concentration. Now here's another, uh, I think I have two, two or three more. Go to cola. Go to cola is common in Ayurvedic and Chinese medicine. It's has cognitive enhancing properties. Um, it's traditionally used to support memory, 
um, and intelligence by enhancing cerebral functions. The active compounds in GoToCola can produce extra blood flow to the brain, which definitely, as we understand, contributes to cognitive function and mental clarity. It also has some slight calming properties, which can reduce some restlessness or even even anxiousness over, you know, test taking uh, and can be beneficial for children who have high energy levels and need a little help with focus and attention during some of their activities. I had one of those, by the way. <laughs> I guess um, we, if parents with many children, uh, we have at least one of those that sometimes need a little help focusing. Um, now, when they're outside running around, it's totally fine. But when they need to focus on those spelling words or reading a book and understanding it, we sometimes need to give them a little help. And that could be as easy as making a tea with the go-to cola and whatever their favorite flavor is. Licorice is a great one uh, as well for children. It has a little bit of a, a sweetness to it. Cinnamon as well um, is great for kiddos. Uh, licorice root is also one that I recommend to soothe inflamed tissues as an adaptogenic herb and can support the adrenal glands uh, like the rhodiola and adapt to stress. And that can help with better focus and cognitive function as well. Now, lavender Lavender is great. It's well known for soothing and calming properties, and it's a great herb for kiddos. Its aromatic compounds have been used to reduce anxiousness and promote relaxation for thousands of years. Um, it can help create a more serene and stress-free environment if you have a child that might be a little anxious about um, learning or a subject, um, or just has you know high energy. It can help um, help them maintain focus and productivity. You can use it like um, in aromatherapy, like in a diffuser in their you know, learning atmosphere or sprayed on their clothes. It can also be used as an herbal tea. And I actually like to cook with it too. Sometimes we'll make lavender flower cookies. It's really yummy. Now, on the opposite side, so lavender's relaxing, but spearmint or other mints are uplifting. So sometimes we need a little boost, right? We're tired. We need to read. We need to encourage our children to finish that long project. And mint is really good in that regard. It has a lot of health benefits for um, digestion, but it has um, great cognitive effects too. Um, it's refreshing. It can invigorate and promote mental alertness. Uh, and it's, you know, these are all caffeine free, by the way. Of which, oh, except for green tea, that's got caffeine. Um, all the others I've been mentioning have no caffeine, which makes it really suitable for children. I wouldn't recommend um, green tea for very young children. But we parents can definitely take advantage of the properties of green tea and older children can as well. I want to remind you when you're looking for herbs for children and for yourself, but especially for those little growing bodies, think about organic, think about non-alcoholic, and go to companies that you can trust. I trust Mountain Rose Herbs, Frontier, Jana's All Natural. I trust Global Healing. They have many tinctures, uh, non-alcoholic, 
um, herbs for kids. Again, if they're still in business, I probably need to check that. But be very cautious um, and avoid lots of extra ingredients. Single herbs do really well with children. And if you're going to combine them, maybe, maybe only as many as two at a time. So that would be my suggestion. We're going to go to our second break here in just a moment. And then when we come back, we're going to talk about tips uh, for helping your children build self-reliance. And what does that mean? But I do want to thank our sponsor, Global Healing. I just mentioned them with their amazing tinctures. Uh, They have some incredible products, and I love them all. The vitamin C, I the vitamin C tincture is so good. I actually have to put it up in a cabinet so everyone doesn't just just demolish it, like just take drink it all day long. It's so good. Um, and it's, it's really wonderful, the source of um, vitamin C that they use from berries. But I do want to talk specifically about foreign protein cleanse. This would be for adults. This would not be for children. Uh, and it is incredible the way they have enhanced bioavailability of this supplement they use cold pressed acoustic microsomal technology it took over 25 years of research and development to bring this kind of technology and it's so much better than the standard liposomal um, as far as enhancement of uh, bioavailability goes this was formulated by dr ed group and dr brian artis it's called foreign protein cleanse and it's, it's used for detoxing uh, different proteins in the body, including, as we've heard, spike proteins, which can disrupt the body's natural inflammatory response. So this is uh, for people that potentially may have ongoing health challenges and they need to bind some things that are in their body and get them out uh, and help their respiratory health and support the balance of inflammatory response. Some of the things that are in this are amazing. Wildcrafted lobelia, organic licorice, macuna extract, which is a natural sweetener, organic lemon balm, turmeric, uh, citicoline, supercharged C60, super concentrated liquid gold you heard it liquid gold pretty amazing you can definitely feel the difference that it makes when you take something that's really done well for us and global healing does that you can go to america out loud dot shop and get incredible deals from all of our wonderful america out loud sponsors you can use the code out loud and that gets 15% off. So don't miss out on that. And so many of Global Healing's wonderful tinctures are there and you can check it out. We will be right back and talk about self-reliance and building that in our children. Expert opinions, honest debate, and in-depth investigations are what you've come to expect from AmericaOutloud.news. We don't shy away from speaking the truth boldly and plainly. All that's missing is the propaganda that has infected legacy and social media. Get the best of down and dirty, wholesome American speak. Now is our time, my fellow Americans. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. 
This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced? These molecules hold a sacred place in chemistry because as we age, the vital communication of our immune system becomes less efficient. For the first time ever, ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening, and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. You've heard Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company discuss the harmful effects of spike protein in your body. And now they found the solution, the miracle enzyme natokinase. Their spike support formula contains natokinase the most compelling and scientifically supported approach to safely clear spike protein out of the body. What's more, spike support is optimized with other all-natural, non-GMO ingredients, like dandelion root, to help prevent spike protein from binding to your cells. Everyone should take daily spike support so you can feel your best. America Out Loud listeners can go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Welcome back to Looking for Healing Talk Radio on AmericaOutloud.news. I want to remind everyone that we are Monday through Friday with America Out Loud. Monday with the amazing Dr. Brian Artis as your host on Looking for Healing Radio. Tuesday with the lovely Nicola Burnett as your host. Wednesday with the incredible Dr. Henry Ely as your host. And Thursday, you've got me, Dr. Janice Schmidt, as your host. And on Friday at 11 a.m., we all come together to discuss current health topics and take questions from you. And you can submit your questions for us to discuss on our Friday talk show by just going to americaoutloud.news and under shows, you go to Looking for Healing. And if you scroll down, you can see a place to submit your health questions for us to discuss. We talk about a variety of things, each of us. So you check out each of the shows and it's Monday through Thursday. And then Friday, we all come together to talk about current issues and questions from you. And we honestly get to as many as we possibly can, but we don't want to skip over them lightly. We want to really give you guys um, as much of our input as we can. And it, it's not medical advice, but it is discussions about natural health and healing and what we would do in those situations. So uh, thank you for allowing us to, to, to be share, sharing some of your, um, your trials and your health journeys. So building self-reliance in our children. To understand what I mean when I say self-reliance, Let's look at like the actual definition of self-reliance. So in the dictionary, it's divine, de, uh, defined as reliance on one's efforts and abilities. So whether you're aware or not, if you're a parent, you begin teaching your child self-reliance the first day they're born. I mean, though 
babies by definitions, they're not self-reliant, but our actions and our habits as parents all aim to move our children towards being able to do things on their own. We're teaching them, we're showing them. And developing self-reliance in children, my goodness, has numerous benefits. It fosters a sense of autonomy and self-confidence. It promotes problem-solving skills. It encourages growth mindset. Self-reliant children are more likely to take initiative, set goals, and persevere in the face of obstacles. And when parents employ a self-reliance theory or uh, they show that over and over, they can typically find that their children will possess these qualities, good problem-solving skills, high self-esteem, positive interaction with others of all ages, uh, confidence and independence in what they're taking on, even if they fail, they're still confident that they can try, ability to make decisions by themselves, and a sense of security even when they're doing activities by themselves. They're also, this is a really big one, they're difficult to manipulate. You can't just manipulate these children. They want to know why and they feel confident in, in their abilities. It's pretty, pretty incredible. Now, self-reliance is very important, but in, to get self-reliance, they have to feel confident with you. And that's part of the the growing process is for them to feel secure and that they're cared well for, and you can teach them along the way how to become self-reliant. It's incredibly important um, to instill these skills in ourselves and our children in our unstable world. This will help them be stable no matter what's going on around them. Um, Now, you think about it, if a child relies on their parent for everything, then it's going to be hard for them to make those decisions on their own when they have to. And you can look at little things like they may, you know, refuse to dress themselves even when they can or make their own snack. They just want you to get it. Well, you know, it's hard to resist that because we want to do everything for them, but we'll have to encourage them. Sometimes you have to do it with them, like do this with me. And then Maybe you can make me a snack next time or let's, you know, just teaching them or, or make one for your young, younger sibling and praise them for doing so. And over time, you know, you can teach them to do this because if you don't, over time, the reliant on you for everything can turn into relying on you to keep track of their school assignments and deadlines and, and things that they should be able to do on their own when they're older obviously when they're younger we we definitely want to help them but model give them the little tasks that they might be able to do you know just remember your book right and then you can help them with the other things and it grows from there um we need to just foster that sense of independence um so they can grow and we can show them how to do things of course it'll be age appropriate you know we can show them how to prepare simple snacks when they're younger and it becomes more prepared meals when they're older. You know, picking up their own toys is something very simple. Um, and as they get older, completing their homework uh, on their own, but maybe showing you, oh, look, I did this. And then you can look over it and praise them. Uh, but the other part of teaching self-reliance is fostering a child's belief in their ability to accomplish things. When a parent encourages a child towards achievement, 
they're not making them do chores. They're teaching children what they're actually capable of. And some children don't realize they are capable of great things. One of the other points I want to make in helping our children with self-reliance is choosing your words carefully as you're teaching. The way a parent speaks to the child is profound and has a lasting impact on a child's self-esteem. Carefully evaluate how you talk to your child and choose those words that will build them up and celebrate their strengths, but you can still offer encouragement in the areas that they're weak. So we're not going to ignore their weaknesses. Everybody has weaknesses, and that's also really important to tell them. Everyone has strengths and weaknesses. We want to celebrate and lean into those strengths and work on the weaknesses. In contrast, avoid, I highly encourage you to avoid words that can have negative consequences. Resist the urge to yell, especially resist the urge potentially to insult the child. Instead, you can ask questions. If they've done something they they shouldn't do, they're not doing something that they know they're, you know, and you know they know they're supposed to do, ask good questions. Why did this happen? Um, why did you feel like this? Or just to find out why the behavior occurred in the first place and explain, even though you may know they already know, explain why it was inappropriate and what the correct behavior would be, and then give them the opportunity to, to walk that out. Allowing them to talk through the problem can prevent negative labels being formed while also allowing them to practice problem solving to avoid similar situation in the future. So let them talk it out. You know, we all make mistakes. Let's talk about those mistakes and, and learn from them. Encourage decision-making. Well, you're not going to ask your your three-year-old to do your taxes, right? But they are capable of making smaller decisions like, what would you like to eat for breakfast? What game would you like to play? Uh, when you give your children the opportunity to exercise control over their specific situations, it gives them great confidence in their abilities and that you trust them. They love that. Besides building that self-esteem, children are more likely to stick with their decisions if they are the ones who've made them. I often use that in choosing food at the grocery store. Let them choose. And then they're like, really happy to to eat that food. They've chosen it. It's theirs. They feel ownership to it. Same with other decisions. Um, Now, for younger children, this may take the shape of offering them an either-or option. For example, you can tell your child, um, do you want to have your bath before or after dinner? They still get a bath, but they get to choose when um, and then honor that choice for them. And as they get a little older, um, elementary age students can continue to develop their decision-making abilities with more complex problems. Give them the opportunity and let them know that you are also making decisions and problem solving. You can even share some of the decisions you've made so they can see the pattern of how to brainstorm and make decisions. Uh, For older children, this... um, may mean giving them guidelines to make really smart choices like um, please finish all your homework before dinner time now this gives a time frame that they can choose whenever they want it's just before dinner but you've set forth a deadline that they know so they could choose when before dinner 
they finish their homework. Um, you can teach children to problem-solving strategies like breaking down problems into smaller steps. Sometimes writing them out helps. Um, brainstorming solutions and evaluating pros and cons of each option. I think writing down pros and cons can really help people, um, children, mentally see it and make those decisions. Um, you can encourage them to think critically and consider different perspectives. One of my favorite activities was to give them a scenario. It wasn't their scenario, so they were looking at it from an outside um, perspective, but giving them a scenario in a situation and say, here's a, here's your, your one of your tasks for today is here's a situation, here's the problem, what solutions do you think would be best in this situation? And sometimes if you have multiple children, I found it really helpful to say, you know, this child has a problem. What do your siblings think? What do you think um, your younger siblings should do in this situation? And it was really cool when I'd ask the littlest one, hey, your older brother has this situation. What do you think he should do? Oh my goodness, they felt so proud of themselves to give a solution. Whether it was used or not, they were using those quality thinking strategies to come up with solutions. Was really fun. You can um, you can search for tasks that um, your child can do independently, and you can give them age appropriate, obviously household chores, folding laundry, and different things like that. Uh, achieving success in these areas is a big self esteem builder, and if they do it incorrectly, definitely praise the effort, but show them the correct way, and then give them the opportunity to try again with success. Now, emphasizing independence, yes, it would go faster if you tied their shoes for them and zipped up their coat for them and packed their backpack, but taking a little extra time to allow your child to do some of these things for themselves really encourages self-reliance. They know they can do it themselves. You can be there to guide them like, oh, don't forget to zip that zipper so you don't lose your lunch or things like that. Um, but allowing them to do it themselves when you know they can um, will help uh, foster that self-reliance and independence. Uh, and of course, age appropriate again, responsibilities that can grow and change over time. It does take great patience as a parent to sit back and let them do the assigned tasks on their own. Um, even if it takes a simple chore and it takes them a long time to finish it, allowing them to finish it is just a great reward for them. If they tend to be really slow in doing these things, you can choose a different activity if you know it might take them a long time um, and you don't want them to feel frustrated. So you can choose their activities. You know your child best. And as they grow, you can find more things they can do on their own um, without, without assistance. You can teach them the, also the importance of preservation um, in facing challenges. Help them understand that mistakes and failures are opportunities for learning and growth. For example, if you want your child to set the table, but they're still learning how to do it, set out the elements they'll need. You might show them one example, allow them to do it on their own, and allow them each opportunity to do it. Again, remember the praise for the effort and uh, gentle correction and give them the opportunity to do it again, and then big praise and 
Uh, you might even mention it later, like, oh, you know, our little so-and-so has learned to set the table and it looks so beautiful and we're so grateful for them for helping the family. It makes them feel so important when you tell other people because then they know you really love it and you're really proud of them. Another really um, easy thing to do is to foster that thankfulness, that grateful heart, um, Fostering an attitude of gratefulness and gratitude, uh, you know, thankful heart has a profound impact on a person's ability to feel positive and overcome adversary, enjoy their experiences and develop a positive relationship um, with, with all those around them. And on children, this can also support healthy development and building new skills. Being more grateful can start with understanding morals and teaching a child to identify the positive things around them. When a ch- uh, when children are little, this may be as simple as teaching them to say thank you when someone does something for them or gives them something. And as they get older, this may include a conversation um, more deeper than just thank you, but why are you thankful or writing a thank you note and conversations about exciting things that happen in their day. You can do that with a child of any age and um, who they're thankful for and the ways they can um, express that thanks. Fostering gratitude is so important, um, but it's also about what your child does not get. Don't make a habit of buying everything they want, every snack, every toy, every time they go to the store with you. Don't immediately go, okay, you know, to every time they ask for something new. When you shop for gifts for other people, you can avoid buying something for your child, focusing this is on something for someone else. Allow them to experience the joy of doing things for other people and the anticipation of special things that are only for them that come once in a while. It'll make it way more special and you can avoid that being spoiled. By doing this, you're teaching them to focus on the appreci- uh, focus on and appreciate the special events and the people in their lives. Now, personally, I had a little thing that we did with our children. I, when we were out and we're at a store, I specifically said, don't say, I want this. You could tell me, wow, this is great. Or I really like this, but I I wasn't going to have, I want this, give me this. But in expressing how you felt, there were occasions I'd say, well, that's wonderful. Like we have the opportunity to get that. Why don't you get that? Or I'll remember that for next time. It worked really, really well. If they ever said, I want, then uh, generally um, they just wouldn't get it. (laughs) And so (laughs) learning the, the language, the polite language of expressing your heart and gratitude is really important. Now, one of the last things I want to touch on is the topic of boredom. Boredom leads to innovation. Like, believe it or not, allowing children time to be quiet, some may say bored, uh, leads to innovation. And I actually don't like the word boredom, boring, bored. I just, I, we actually didn't use it um, very often. Uh, remember, innovation can help children develop independence and self-reliance. When faced with quiet time, children will have time to reflect and also reach deep into their minds and get creative. Doing so employs various cognitive processes, including problem solving, using their imagination. When children have time and space to develop a solution to their unscheduled time where there's nothing going on, it teaches them to find solutions, play independently, and get creative. 
this can stimulate those really cool creative process that become lifelong and will serve them as they grow. This type of time can also teach your children not to rely on you all the time or media for their entertainment. Resist the temptation to keep your child busy all the time and they can develop their own creative skills. Now, I've told my children in the past what a bright or smart child um, that, let me rephrase that. I've told them in the past that bright or smart children don't actually get bored. There's always something to do to make, to learn, even if it's simply observing. And recently, one of our sons, grown sons, said something that really made me happy. He said that the saying, smart, creative children don't ever get bored, really stuck with him. And honestly, he is one of the most actively diverse, creative people I know. Like he is so creative in so many ways, writing, uh, music, art, it's incredible. So um, that really made me happy. <laughs> um, well, there's lots more tips, including spending time with them and choosing activities to teach them skills to be more self-reliant and independent, like camping and cooking. Um, but I don't really have time to go into all of those. But quality time, just so you know, with your children spent together, reinforces their self-worth. It sends a message that they're important to you. And this confidence can extend into cultivating their independence. Well, thank you for letting me share this with you today. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I look forward to each day, Monday through Friday, with you all on America Out Loud Talk Radio, where we will continue to learn and grow in the realm of natural health. This is Dr. Jana Schmidt wishing you God's blessings in knowledge, wisdom, and abundant health. Join us next week where we will continue that Mama Bear um, Healthy Mama series. And I look forward to connecting with you then. Bless you all.